Hi, and welcome to Around the Loop, a show where we discover what brings people to God and to Weimar Institute. Each episode, we walk one loop around our campus with someone from the Weimar family. You see, the loop is where a lot of Weimar life takes place. It's a half-mile road that circles the campus. It's where we run and walk for exercise. It's where we study, believe it or not, as we quiz each other for tests. It's where we talk over ideas, plans, and problems. And many times, where we pray together. So, we invite you to walk with us as we talk with our guests. We'll get to know their stories and retrace the footprints of their journeys with God. So join us as together we go Around the Loop. Hi, my name's Melissa Osichak, and here with me today is Bill Jensen here at Weimar Institute. And uh, Bill, how long have you been here at Weimar? Oh, going on about 20 years now. 20 years? 21 years next month, or in November. Came in November. Wow. Yeah. I'm 21 years old. That's oh, pretty, what a coincidence. That, that's pretty unique. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And so for 21 years, what have you been doing here at the Institute? When I came, I had just uh, got out of the hospital and had a <clears throat> case of leukemia, went through treatment, had a stem cell transplant. And being how the Lord blessed me with survival, I thought I was going to uh, do some work for the Lord. So I, and I'd heard about Weimar right. many years ago before there was a Weimar. Uh -huh. I heard meetings in Loma Linda oh, wow. by the founders of Weimar before it was here, the need for a place like this. Wow, yeah. And so when I get out of the hospital, I said, well, I'll go down and see if they can use me. So I came down here and asked if uh -huh. I could help out. Wow. Been here ever since. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. So where did they say they needed help? Well, originally I work with the uh, Life Steps program. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Life Steps I'm program. Not. It was a uh, cancer program that we had at the time. Oh. Very intense uh, program, uh -huh. 11 days. And most of the guests that we had were in late stage cancers, terminal doctors had given up on them. Really? And we had a, uh, a program here that was primarily juicing, uh -huh. herbs, and a little raw foods, not much. Wow. So this was sort of their last resort. Yeah. And the, the follow-up that we did, we discovered, interestingly enough, that those who stayed on the program survived the cancer, kept it in remission. Really? Uh -huh. But the ones who became weak and went off the program, it's like the cancer was just waiting there oh, to no. come back and assault them because mm -hmm. in no time at all, mm -hmm. they had passed away. Sad, really that sad. Is, yeah, but it was a good program. And then when sure. they put that program on hold, uh, they asked me if I wanted to go to plant services. So that's where I've been working. Wow. Yeah, since then. With yeah. plant services, that's plant, amazing. Yeah. And with plant services, are you just mainly taking care of the buildings on campus, or what does that look whatever, like? Whatever is needed in the way of maintenance. Okay. Keep things in a state of repair so things function around uh -huh. here. Yeah, yeah I, I see you running around sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a bit of a challenge at yeah, times. Yeah, but, uh, I'm sure. Always something to be fixed. Yeah. Well, something this old. And uh, the Lord's work being what it is, there's never enough people to do the work, and sure. we have that same problem in plant sure. services. Absolutely. So, Wow. Me. So when you're faced with challenges in plant services or, or on the campus as a whole, what is your 
Uh, what is your go-to for processing through those or facing those? Well, the very first thing, and that I'm learning because it's always a, a learning stage. Absolutely. So when I have a project, no matter how simple it might be, because I have learned in the past when we get projects, oh, that's a five-minute job. We'll have that done no time at all. <laughs> sure. Two days later, I'm still working on oh, that no. job. <laughs> so I have found what really helps me is to go to the Lord before I start the project mm -hmm. and ask mm -hmm. for direction, wisdom in doing it. When I do that, it doesn't always happen. When I do that, the projects go so smoothly. Uh, yeah. I know. But when I don't, they become a problem. That's yeah. amazing. That's so, amazing to see. Thank you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> I know mm -hmm. students here at the college and the academy can resonate with that. Yeah. I'm sure. I, oh. I know facing tests coming up, it's often, you know, the temptation to just cram for those and, and really study and maybe maybe skip on prayer time sometimes. Yeah, but how, uh, how the times, that is. Absolutely. The yeah. times you do that, uh, you just, you see the Lord come through for you. <laughs> So and that's how our faith gets built up. I mm -hmm. mean, if we don't have these little challenges, how does our faith grow? That's if everything went well in our life, well, we wouldn't, over a period of right. time, you would sense, I don't really need God, right. you know? So we'd pay him a lot of lip service, mm -hmm. but uh, we wouldn't be accomplishing what he would have us to do. Absolutely. And speaking about prayer, I just want to share this. Uh, I put my glasses on. <laughs> sure, you have something so for I can us. see. The reason why so many are left to themselves in places of temptation is that they do not set the Lord always before them. Hmm. When mm -hmm. we permit our communion with God to be broken, our defense is departed from us. Anytime. Right. Huh. Wow. Not all your good intentions will enable you to withstand evil. Hmm. You must be men and women of prayer and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's basically sure. up. But the, light, the last sentence, uh -huh. let every breath be a prayer. Now, what does that mean to you? Right. Let every, every breath, breath be a prayer. I mean, that, that's a challenge. Absolutely. It's a challenge. It is. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean you're on your knees 24-7. Right. No. <laughs> right. But it's keeping that line of communication open, open. with mm -hmm. the Lord. Yeah. That abiding, that abiding relationship throughout the day. And it helps me to realize that the devil and the evil angels 24-7 uh -huh. are intently mm -hmm. seeking to discourage me and deceive me. Yeah. It never stops, 24-7. Wow. And keeping that in my mind, and yeah. it, it drives me to know yeah. I need to have this help always right. or I'm going to fail. Absolutely. I'm going to give in to temptation. That's so crucial because when we feel our weakness, right? Paul tells us that's when Christ's strength is made perfect Amen. in us. Amen. Yeah. And it's keeping that in the forefront of our minds. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I think of Paul, you know, and he says, the things that I'm supposed to do, I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. The things I'm not supposed to do, <laughs> I'm I attracted do. to. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, the dichotomy there. <laughs> and, and we face it. Yeah, we face right. it every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. So just... One more question for you here. Uh, in the past almost 21 years here at Weimar, yeah. um, have you had any experiences that stick out to you that have really um, grown your faith in specific? I know we've been talking about sort of these, these moments where temptations come and where faith is shaken. Have you had any of those moments in your time here? Well, probably the most profound thing that happened in the time I've been here 
really, <clears throat> I can't think of something physically regarding plant services. Sure. But I went to Mexico on a mission trip, uh -huh. uh, 2001. Wow. And uh, became very sick while I was down there. Went hey. to the hospital. I won't go into all the details of that sure. down there. But uh, they just told me they can't do anything for me and go home. Uh -huh. So uh, they took me to El Paso to the airport uh -huh. by myself. Wow. Dropped me off. And I, well, I was sick. Oh. Now, from here on, I do not remember any of the trip home. What? <laughs> no, I do not. Blacked out. I, I spent the night on the concrete floor waiting for my flight in the morning. They ate something. I changed planes in Los Angeles. Do not uh -huh. remember any of this, how it happened. What? And when I arrived back in Sacramento, my brother was supposed to pick me up and take me to Reno to the VA hospital uh -huh. to get some treatment. Uh -huh. Didn't know what the problem was. Well, his wife was a uh, nurse, uh -huh. is a nurse, with the uh, Leukemia Society. She was doing some volunteer work. She took me right to the ER down in Sutter in Sacramento. Uh -huh. And they knew right away what I had. I had uh, uh, cancer, leukemia, blood, blood form uh -huh. of cancer. Uh -huh. And the uh, oncologist that was on call came down and did a paracentesis on me, which is where they put a needle into your body somewhere and drain fluid out. Mm -hmm. And they took nine liters of fluid out of my abdomen. What? It was all cancerous oh my. tumor. Uh -huh, yeah. uh -huh. So I went through that treatment. That was my second cancer. Uh -huh. And the beauty of it is my wife was allowed to stay with me off and on for that year and a half I was having treatments. Oh, wow. Stay with me in the hospital. Wow. Because the blessing was you can't survive on hospital food. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. Well, the, <laughs> well, I hope you don't have to experience. Yes, me too. Yeah. <laughs> But my wife was able, it was downtown Sacramento, so the co-op was down the street. She uh -huh. could go to the co-op and buy organic uh, wow. produce for me. Yeah. So I didn't have Good to eat. antioxidants oh, there, Oh, huh? absolutely. <laughs> and um, I survived. I survived another cancer. Wow. So God. since I've been here. Wow. And that was our, our first year anniversary. Oh, was no. in the hospital. <gasps> and the nurses were so precious. They got a... a carob cake for us oh. found a carob cake that was all vegan <laughs> wow and decorated my room all up oh. Oh, yeah that's yeah. precious that is precious it, it was quite an experience yeah wow. definitely faith building for sure yeah, oh it was yeah <laughs> well to to figure you you survived cancer right three times right leukemia liver cancer and burkitt's lymphoma that was oh, wow. that uh -huh. particular one <laughs> So God has a plan for me, and, he I, does. <laughs> and I struggle with it because I don't know what it is. And yeah. I just, I pray that I will fulfill it, whatever it might be. Absolutely. That's a critical thing. Absolutely. You know, that's so encouraging to hear from, from someone older and wiser than I am. Because well, I know. Older, yes. <laughs> I know sometimes <laughs> us younger people, we have, um, we have a lot of questions about what God's will is for our life. Um, and, you know, where he's leading, where he's directing. Um, and I know I've personally had questions on on that topic. So hearing from you that you're still praying for God's direct direction and leading is uh, really inspiring to me. Well, thank you. Yeah. And, and the critical thing in our lives is to know God well enough to know how much he loves us. And he doesn't give up easy. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, we get discouraged. We want to give up sometimes. Mm -hmm. We get weak. Oh, yeah. But God and his precious angels are always there, Amen. always there to strengthen us. Amen. Amen. Do you have any, any words of wisdom for those who are maybe struggling with what their calling is or, or where they feel God is um, directing in their life? Do you have any uh, principles that have helped you throughout your life um, in, in finding that? Well, I think, I think the critical thing, and I keep it very simplistic, and that is that uh, we have to realize how self controls us. Our human nature mm -hmm. controls us. So it's a constant battle against that by taking mm -hmm. it to the Lord for the discernment, for the spiritual oh, discernment uh -huh. that we need. Uh -huh. Because if we do depend upon ourselves, uh, we're gonna fail, we're gonna do something wrong. Sure. Now does God leave us because we made a mistake? Absolutely no. not, no. <laughs> but it just makes it a little more difficult in our life, but right. we learn from it, that's right. our prayer. Wow. For 11 years, I spent in the Marines. Mm -hmm. A very, very exciting time in my life. Uh -huh. and, and I needed Sounds it. Like the Marine it. Corps isn't the best place to grow up, but I didn't sure. know the Lord at that time. Sure. So. Teaches you discipline, I'm sure. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> really did. Yeah. The interesting thing, what it does you really, it teaches you self-confidence huh. to depend upon yourself. Interesting. So now, since then, I've been trying to unlearn that. Yeah. And it's, it's no easy matter. <laughs> it really sure. is not. I'm yeah. sure. Something we all have to have to unlearn to some degree. <laughs> it's funny how as humans, we feel, you know, like our first resort is to rely on our knowledge Perhaps. base. Sure. I'm smart. On those around us, yes. you know. The Lord has given me a brain. Right. He wants I me to use think. it. <laughs> <laughs> and so often it's, it's, it's that thinking that sort of tri trips us up trips us up and yep. uh, and it just gets us stuck on self huh? yeah, as long as we become aware of it I know you mentioned you learned you know self-confidence discipline uh, what were some of the experiences in the Marines that taught you some of well this? just rapidly I'll just uh, in 11 years I started off as marine security aboard a aircraft carrier oh wow uh-huh and then went to infantry and uh, carried a machine gun didn't like that <laughs> so I had an opportunity to go to heavy equipment mechanic school and became a tank mechanic. Wow, that sounds intense. <laughs> and then uh, ended up in flame tanks. And then I finished... Flame tanks? Flame tanks, yeah. What napalm. They oh. shoot napalm out there. Awful, awful, oh, awful things. okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, during that time, I was down at Camp Pendleton. Uh-huh. And they had, I was a maintenance chief for flame tanks, and uh -huh. they had taken one of the tanks out on some maneuvers out in the field, and uh -huh. they radioed me back and said that uh, it has a big tank full of napalm. Uh -huh. And on the bottom, there's a little bustle down there, a valve. Uh -huh. And something had gotten caught underneath there when they rotated the turret around, it broke that off. So the 300 gallons of napalm drained <gasps> into the hull of the tank. Oh, no. And they radioed me, what do we do? Uh-huh. Don't do anything. I'll take the tank retriever out, uh -huh. hook it up, and bring it back and then we'll deal with it. When we got back, um, with the meager knowledge I had, I just wanted to take the ground cable off of the batteries so there would not be any electrical contact. Sure, no sparks. <laughs> yeah. So I was inside the tank, getting ready to do that, and the commanding officer, who was just a young fella, uh -huh. he came and said, no, you have to take the batteries out. And I tried to explain to him, no, it's too dangerous yeah. because they're underneath that hull and you can't Oof. even see what you're doing. Right. And I didn't want to cause a spark. 
but he convinced me I was going to go to jail or else. So I explained to him, I will do it. I want you to bring a foam unit from the uh, camp out here, uh -huh. a foam unit, fire truck, and I want a man standing over my head with a CO2 extinguisher pointing right at me the whole time. <laughs> I knew what was oh, going to happen. Oh, no. Yeah. You thought it was going to explode. Oh, yeah. <gasps> and you, you still were willing to go down there. Well, when you're in the military, you learn to do what you're told to do, even if it means you're going to die. Yikes. <laughs> so anyway, wow. I began taking off the hold-down brackets, uh -huh. off the batteries, uh -huh. and I was on the last hold-down battery, uh, hold-down clamp, Sure. and somebody outside said something and attracted my attention, and you know what it was. And I turned ever so slightly to look up there, and when I did that, it moved the bracket and it arced. So boom, up it went, no. this big ball of flame. Of course, I was full of napalm because I'd been <gasps> down in this stuff and it's like glue on you. Oh, man. And it just uh, stuck to me and I was on fire. I what? hit the ground running because there was a pile of dirt over here Whoa. and I was heading for that dirt to oh, get yeah. in and roll around. But <laughs> right next to it, the napalm had drained out and it was a puddle. Oh, no. And they thought that I thought it was going to be water and I was heading for that. <laughs> So they tackled me uh -huh. and came over with the CO2 extinguisher and just you off. froze me right up. Wow. So by what the grace story. of God, oh, by the grace <laughs> of God, I had some secondary burns and, and that was about it. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's, it's an incredible story. Because wow. I mean, that thing should have just blown me. Absolutely. Yeah. You wouldn't have been here today. Thank <laughs> you, you Lord. Have been here today. Thank you, Lord. I mean, yeah. And I didn't know Lord then. But as I look right. back on these things, I can you. see how the Lord, even then, was protecting me, watching over me. Praise God. So uh, that just encouraged somebody yeah. to realize that, that the Lord, even though we don't know, we don't recognize him, he's there helping he's us. Those over. angels are watching over us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Thank you so much, Bill, for sharing. Hey, you're very welcome. It's Melissa. a pleasure I'm to happy have you to this share. morning. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been my pleasure, really. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, we just hope that someone will be blessed by Absolutely. listening to our conversation I'm today. sure they will. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on another trip around the loop. Perhaps after listening, you have a desire to learn more about Weimar Institute and the people who make this campus a reality. Maybe you're even curious about joining the family. If you have any questions at all, feel free to check us out online at weimar.edu or on your favorite social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Weimar Institute. We're on YouTube as well, where you can watch a short film on our guest speakers. And don't forget to subscribe to our show at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Melissa Osichuk, and this was Around the Loop.